Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. So you have a great idea for a book and you think the whole world is going to be the path to your door. You're going to sell millions of copies and make hundreds of thousands of dollars because of your book. It's going to build your career. You're going to be a New York Times bestseller and on the Today Show. Well, it may happen or it may not. How do you know? What tests can you apply to yourself at the beginning of the stage so you can set realistic goals? That's the topic of our conversation today. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle. I'm a book strategist. That means I can help you write your book as a book coach, developmental editor, or ghostwriter. I've written more than a dozen books, including Write Your Book in a Flash. And if you'd like more information, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Now, let's get started. Our guest today is Jenny Nash. Jenny is the coach of coaches. She has trained hundreds of book coaches who have helped thousands of people write their books, both fiction and nonfiction. So it's a delight to welcome someone who has so much knowledge on the book coaching industry and also the book publishing industry. Welcome, Jenny. Thanks for having me. Well, it's uh, it's great to have you here. So let's get started. Someone has a great idea for a book. They think a book is going to change their lives. What should they ask themselves? How can they give themselves a reality check? Well, as we know, writing a book takes time, it takes energy, it takes money, and you don't want to invest those things unless you have some idea that it's going to be successful. And your goal can be very different. We can have a book that's going to be self-published or independently published because we want to hand it out. You could be trying for a big five book deal and, you know, having your book in the airport bookstores. Once you understand what your goal is and what you're aiming for, no matter what, you've got to know if it has a chance of connecting with your reader and selling. Otherwise, it's going to be a waste of time, energy and money to to do it. So I've developed a six six point test to help you figure that out. So question one is you ask, am I solving a specific problem for an ideal reader? You've got to have something that you want your reader to learn or know or understand some sort of transformation journey you're taking them on. And you've got to know who that reader is and what their pain is. So that's that's the baseline. You've got to know that. Number two is, am I adding something new and unique to the conversation? So this is about understanding who else is writing in this space? What's my competition? What other books does my ideal reader have stacked on their nightstand? So you want to know what world you're entering, what the context of the book that you're writing is going to be, and who else is in that arena, so to speak, and getting an understanding of what what are you adding to that? Are you arguing against a, a popular a book or a popular argument? Are you doing some new framework? You know, they say there's nothing new under the sun, but you've got to bring something new to the table, a fresh angle, a fresh perspective, a, a unique experience, something. So identifying what that something is. Question three is going to be, can I write about my topic in a way that is clear and compelling? 
And I'm talking, this question is about actually writing. Can you write? Can you sit down and do the work? Is that a thing you want to do? Do you want to raise your voice and do the work of putting the words on the page? Because if you don't, you need to think about hiring a ghostwriter. You need to think about whether you want to do this at all. So knowing, you know, yes, I want to write a book means I want to write. <laughs> um, question four is about, am I committed to doing what it takes to make an excellent product? We all want, we don't want to write something that's embarrassing or that falls flat or that nobody cares about. We want to write something that engages our reader. And that's hard. It takes skill. It takes persistence. It takes time. And you want to be committed to that, to, to that excellence of that product. It also means in book writing, being part of a collaborative team. You're going to be at some point working with an editor or a copy editor or a proofreader or a cover designer or different folks who are going to help you bring this book to life. And you want to be able to engage with them towards excellence as well and to know what excellent is to to research, to study, to to create a product you're going to be proud of. So knowing that you're committed to the to the goal of excellence is really important because some people when they when they understand what it really takes to write a good book they're like i don't want to do that that's going to take me you know a year or two years or what have you i think that's a good outcome to know that you you're not committed to it question five is do i have a vision for how to market my book to ideal readers so that doesn't mean a launch plan. People get very caught up in how am I going to launch my book? You know, I'm going to have a party. I'm going to be on my friend's podcast who has a gazillion listeners. I'm going to whatever the launch is. But I'm talking about a vision for engaging with that ideal reader in the marketplace. How are you going to connect with them? How are you going to reach them? Are you a speaker? Do you like to be on podcasts? Are you an article writer? Do you have a social media following? Do you have a network of other professionals in this realm that you can connect with. You've got to have a vision for marketing your book because of the first three months is great for getting, you know, a bestseller flag on Amazon or or getting a bunch of books sold, but you gotta have a long-term plan for this for this book sale and understanding your relationship to your reader and how you want to be in the world with the reader. And question six is the big one, which is, do I have an existing platform that proves I'm already effectively connecting to that ideal reader? And this is the big one because platform is that term that, that, that writers and publishers throw around, like, what does it mean? And, and it means that you have a captive group of people you know will already buy your book. They're already listening to you. They already want it. They're probably asking for it. So this could be a client list. It could be a newsletter list or following. It could be a social media following. It could be that you're somebody who publishes frequently in your trade journal and you're known for your work. It could be a, a network of influencers who are eager to have you and spread spread the word about your book, some sort of platform. And I would say of the six questions that we just went through, the, the one that is the biggest stumbling block for most people is actually the sixth one, this, this idea of platform. People think that writing a book that somebody else is going to lift it up. Somebody else is going to spread the word. If I get a book deal with a big publisher, they're going to do the heavy lift. 
And it's not true. The, the heavy lift is on you. And more and more in our publishing universe, that is just the truth. And, and so that, that question of, you know, the, the question that follows, do I have an existing platform is, well, how big does it have to be? And there's, there's no answer to that. It, it has more to do with how engaged your audience is. Are they, are they ready to buy this book? I've worked with clients who had no discernible following. They weren't an influencer. They didn't even have a social media presence, but they, they had a speaking career. They were an incredibly popular keynote speaker in a very niche audience, and they could sell their book in the back of the room at these events all year long and, and sell probably hundreds of thousands of copies. And they, that was the platform that we, that we worked on to, to sell her book. It doesn't have to be, you know, I'm known uh, and people know my name. It, it is, are your people going to be willing and able to buy that book? And having a, a small and engaged audience can be, can be enough. So it, the, that sixth question of platform is the big dividing line for anybody who wants to to seek an agent and a traditional publishing deal. These are the questions they're going to be asking. And that last one is is often a deal breaker. I a lot of my clients will get rejections that say, love this idea, amazing proposal. What a what a beautiful presentation. Come back to us when you have a bigger platform. So those are the six six uh, questions in the test of whether your book is commercially viable or not. And I like for a writer to answer them before we start so that there's no confusion about where we're going. I bet you have some questions about my questions, Dan. I sure do. And I agree with uh, all of your test questions. I think they're very realistic questions so people can walk away with realistic goals. Because let's face it, writing a book does take time. It's also expensive. Once you get into production, it can be extremely expensive because the prices for copy editing and printing and production and are all over the board. And that's another topic for another conversation. But uh, people just don't realize that when they're getting into it. Uh, so realizing how you're going to make money on the book is really, really important. And for some people who are consultants or coaches who are going to make their money from those kinds of people, um, doesn't matter if your book is a bestseller on Amazon. It matters that your book gets into the right hands of the right people who have the money to hire you and do what you do best. So a book can lead to a $5,000 speaking engagement. It could lead, could lead to a $50,000 consulting arrangement. And uh, one of my clients is an expert witness on a health topic. And that's why he wrote his book so he can get $500 an hour testifying on certain court cases. And uh, so if you have a plan, that's the key. So you mentioned one of your tests, one of your other tests was finding out what problems your audience has. What ideas do you have for finding that out? Because uh, uh, are there surveys? You know, well, I'll, I'll leave it open to you. How can you find it's, that it's pain? It's a great question. Yeah, it's the first question, which is what problem are you solving for your ideal clients? Sometimes people come to write a book because they're filled with knowledge. They've been working in their field forever. They're an expert and they and they they do all kinds of things for people. And what a book needs to be though is a very specific solution. If we think about why a reader comes to a book and if you think about your own reading habits, this is it's a great way to think about this. You know, take the last 7 books you bought. Why did you buy them? 
odds are good that you wanted to learn something. You had a problem you wanted to solve. Maybe you're going on a trip and you wanted a travel guide. Like there's some specific reason that you're seeking information out. Whenever I ask this question, people will laugh and they'll say, oh, the last four books I bought were on, you know, productivity. I'm trying to get hold of my time or, you know, on how to train my toddler to go to sleep. I'm, I can't sleep and it's making me nuts. And people who have a pain point in their lives or a problem are seeking out these books. So you want to really think about that customer at the moment when they come to your book, why are they coming to it? And there's so many reasons. People come to books for entertainment, they come for solace, they come for knowledge, they come for inspiration. And so the it's really understanding your client at that at that book buying moment. And that that's also connected to what other books are out there. What other books are there? Are they buying? You know, if if they are um, somebody who's buying a lot of cookbooks, let's say, let's say, and they're and they're buying books and listening to podcasts and watching TV shows in the realm of food, is your book the book that they need before they learn how to make something, or is it the book that they need after they learn how to make something, or in addition to the other books? It's it's really thinking about your your buyers pain or interest in the moment in the world. So how you find it out if if you are a consultant or an expert or an educator or an entrepreneur is thinking about who do I serve? Why do they come to me already for whatever it is that I do in the world? And wh where's that where's that sweet spot between, you know, what do they need to hire me, let's say? What what is it that they need to understand before they choose to use my services as a consultant what you know it's the customer service journey really and and understanding them so um the i think the work of all of these questions and of writing a good book is mostly self-reflective people know these answers i don't think you you have to go out and search them you know you could do a poll or a survey but here's the thing people often don't know the pain that they're in. They often don't know how to articulate it. They they often won't say, gee, you know, what I need is X. But if you tell them, I've written a book about this topic, they and they feel that pain of X, they're going to be like, give me that book, give it to me right now. And, you know, so that's the thing is you have to be smarter than than your 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 reader in many ways, because most of us don't it's hard to articulate well the thing i the example i just gave you're a toddler and you're you have a toddler and they're not sleeping and you're going insane that's a pretty specific pain point that the that the reader would be able to say i got to find a solution for this so that that sort of situation yes but if we're talking more about things like leadership or how to build a team or how to uh, you know 10x your revenue or that sort of thing it those could be more mindset. It could be more like, do I need marketing? Do I need a uh, strategy? Do I need brand help? I don't know what I need, but I need something. So your book has to speak to that, that need. And, and it's gotta be specific. It, the, you know, people don't go out looking for general solutions. They go out looking for specific solutions. Right. What would you tell someone who says, gee, there are already 500 books on this topic out there already. Cause I hear that a lot from some of my clients. What would you tell them? 
I love that question because it's true. There is there are 5,000 books on the topic. Whatever your topic is, they, they're out there. And what I would tell them is there's not a book by you. There's not a book in your voice by somebody who has your experience, who has your stories to tell, who has your sensibility. And your, that's why it's so important to have a vision for connecting with your ideal reader because you know how you are in the world. You know what people respond to. You know when you're speaking or doing a workshop, the thing that lights them up or their eyes go big or they come up to you afterwards and say, wow, I never thought about you know, fill in the blank. You know that that place where where they get excited, that's what they're coming to your book for. They're, people, this goes to our last question actually, people don't just want the information. It's not just give me the steps to do the thing I want. They want a guide to take them there. They want an authority. They wanna spend time with you. And the unique nature of a book is that you spend hours, like up to 20, 25 hours with the author in a very intimate one-on-one connection. And, and, and you want that person. Fantastic. Jenny, tell us who your ideal client is and how they can get in touch with you. My ideal client is a nonfiction writer who has an expertise they're burning to share with the world. And they can get in touch with me at JennyNash.com if they're seeking coaching from me myself or at AuthorAccelerator.com if they're seeking coaching from one of my coaches. Fantastic. Thanks for being with us today. And thanks everyone for watching. You can find more than 100 videos on how to write your book in a flash on this YouTube channel. Thanks for being with us today. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.